When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Johnny Walker, a modest young man. Get your mouth off her, Walker. Now! Oh, you're dancing? <laughs> but he's about to hit the big time. Write your own ticket. I'll give you anything you want. Spring break! Oh, and Puerto Rico! Johnny, Johnny, just tell me what you want, and I'll get you two of them. What do you like? You like girls? He's looking for a college that meets his intellectual requirements. Listen, I'm having a little party for my man tonight. Why don't you stop by the house, huh? Well, I'd love to, but uh, I promised my wife I wouldn't show up at your place anymore. Somewhere peaceful and serene. He's going to make the right decision. Do you think these recruiters would all want you as much if they knew you're afraid of the dark? Even if it kills him. Go, Danny, go, go. Go, Danny, go, go. Johnny. Nice catch, Cooper. <laughs> go, go. Go, Danny, go. Nicole's not wearing any underwear. Go, go, go. Anthony Michael Hall. Robert Downey Jr. Paul Gleason. Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? You know what, man? I was going to make myself a Shirley Temple. I'm all, out of gre- I'm all out of grenadine and didn't have Sprite, so I was pretty screwed. <laughs> So you have none of the ingredients you need for this. And then I'm like, I have orange juice, but I don't have Sprite. I, I don't know what you call that, but that's my, my mom would make kitty cocktails. And like be like, a Rob Roy? Did you want the orange? Is, is that what a Rob Roy is? I think it's a Rob Roy. Is it? Okay. Is that what it is? Well, the, uh, there's the, the, the Shirley Temple and the, uh, yeah, the the version for boys, because we had to gender everything back in the day. Mm. I don't think it's a Rob Roy. That's like a Rob Roy. Is that an alcohol? A gin- okay. A Ginger Rogers, maybe. No, it's Something. it's a it's a it's a guy. It's a guy actor of the era. I can't. Roy Rogers is that a thing? I think he was a was he a singing cowboy. I'm very confused I, already. I'm sorry. I don't know. You have derailed yeah. everything. Yeah, I was looking for some some something sweet, but let's have a big glass of orange juice. Mm, Tom we, Collins. We, we could all use some 
vitamin C in our lives at, hey, at all times. Need some of as that. much need as you can get. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief bribery and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Um, not much. I don't have anything. I just drink the usual glass of water. Pretty boring. I was drinking what? a lot of watered down Gatorade last this week. Is, this is also that rare case where we're doing two episodes in a week. So it's like, I don't have anything fun to share. I just saw you guys a couple days ago. So, yeah. yep. and yep. I truly don't. I've been in the same room since. <sighs> The podcast we recorded, like, that. What? What was that? My episode? What uh, was Airborne? Was that? Airborne Dave's no. episode. Airborne. Oh, Evan yeah. Hansen. I've been in the same room oh, since Evan man. Hansen. Jesus. Oh boy. Uh, I yeah, that's that's a long time in that one room. That's not great. Um. Well, you're gonna get the what was that from Ren and Stimpy? Like the space madness or whatever. Is <laughs> it one space for too long? I've been sitting in random. I like sat behind the door just so I could sit against the wall. I've been like laying down. Oh my down god, this is dark. I'm just like, <laughs> this it's got not a very dark. big room, and most of it is bed, which you can't see because I have a virtual background on. But there's not a lot of space. And I'm wow. Just, well, so crazy in here. Well, uh, let's try to cheer you up with uh, this movie this week. Mm. We were talking about Johnny Be Good from 1988. Yeah. It's a time warp. Um. It's available on the Roku channel, Freebie, and Tubi for free with ads. You can rent it on Vudu, Apple TV, and Redbox. The synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes, high school quarterback Johnny Walker is being courted by elite colleges nationwide. To get the sports star to enroll, an army of recruiters entices him with everything a young hormonal teenager could want. While mm-hmm. his best friend, Leo Wiggins, advises him <laughs> to wait for the most lucrative offer, Johnny's girlfriend, Georgia Elkins, wants him to attend their state college with her. The trouble is, the state school has offered him nothing. That's not bad for us. That's, a, that's about right. That's, that's about pretty right. much, I mean, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's see here. Um, they tried to make Anthony Michael Hall like a big, like, a, like an athlete. He really he did. I mean, I, I, I don't know what he did. I think he ate a bunch of food that just went straight to his neck. His neck got a little thicker, but the rest of his body is a skinny guy. Yeah, he's a skinny but fellow he, with a big ass neck. But he plays Johnny Walker, Scotch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who he yeah, is. Johnny Walker Blue. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Leo Wiggins. Paul Gleason, who plays a principal all the time, but this time he's a coach. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne Hissler. Uma Thurman as Georgia Elkins. Introducing um, Uma Thurman. Yeah, mm-hmm. is, it, is this her first? Yeah, the credit said and introducing Uma Thurman. I was paying attention. Crazy. <laughs> um, I don't know, Coach Ned Sanders, Steve James. I don't remember. Ned Sanders. Uh, he's the coach from local state university. I Lo- think he's also high tower from Police oh, Academy. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. What? Gotcha. No. He, he looks similar. I don't similar. think so. Oh, am I am I racist real quick? God, man, not all, all like? black people look alike. <laughs> well, Damn. I thought he I, was, I was actually going to guess another black person, so I just won't do that. Mm, just, Carl Weathers, yeah. I just won't no. do that. I won't do that. Um, um, he was in the Warriors, so there's that. Okay, well, I've seen that a number of times, and not what I was thinking of. Baseball Furies are a fun gang. They're teens. I think we can do that for the pod. Oh, good. I think teens they're teen. A, they're teen toughs. In a post-apocalyptic New York or just New York in the late 70s? It's just, just it's regular New York. No apocalypse has happened. It's just regular yeah. New York. Uh, this this actor I really like, Seymour Cassell as Wallace Gibson. He's the guy from Piedmont. He's like, I just want to buy all you players. Oh, I want you all yeah. to go home. Oh, <laughs> Sleazy. Yeah. Piermont. Seen, it's Piermont, not Piedmont. Piermont? 
fake states whatever it is couldn't fake figure states. out what college that was supposed to be couldn't figure uh, out that one. I, I think it's i don't even sure what state they're in so there's like a local stand-in whatever yeah. do-gooder school uh hmm. michael michael green is tex wade tex wade is a fascinating character i'm oh sure we'll God. talk about we have uh, thoughts on tex wade marshall bell is chief elkins jennifer tilly is uh the coach's wife yeah. Connie. Yeah. Uh, let's see mrs walker deborah may Jim McMahon shows up. Howard Cosell. <laughs> Howard Cosell. Hello. I'm I'm irrelevant in '88, but weird. let me tell you something, Kit. Yeah, it's yeah. weird um, cameo. Uh, the NCAA investigator played by Robert Downey Sr. Because there's a Robert Downey Sr. Mm-hmm. Floyd yeah. Gondoli, and uh, nah, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, plenty. That's that's about it. Well, um, the fact oh. they gave her Uma the introducing. This was not her first film. Her Whoa. first film was called. Kiss, kiss daddy good night. Oh no. <laughs> I don't like that. How how, I don't like the how many years before this was that? One before. It was 87. Okay. Um just I'm gonna read this not just real quick because I know we gotta focus on Johnny Be Good. But a popular woman enjoys her nights on the town. Who enjoys her nights on the town? Gets more than she bargained for when a stalker murders a loved one and begins hunting her down. Uh, it also people... stars Steve Buscemi. Oh, oh my! I probably as the murderer, as a stalker. I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. it it feels really weird calling a grown woman popular. Like that mm-hmm. feels like a very ageist. Teenagers yeah. are popular. Adult people uh-huh. are not really popular. I feel like. But yeah, yeah, that's her uh, first film. Okay. Kiss Daddy Goodnight. Gross. Um, let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this. Dana, what do you got? Um, I'm like fairly certain it's been on like USA or Comedy Central. I thought I had it seen had that the whole feel. thing. Yeah. And but then I was like watching it and I was like, mm, I don't remember any of this. I just remember like one part very clearly, which we'll get to, but I was just like, huh. Ha ha ha. I thought this was different. I don't know. I need to see if there's like another AMH film that I'm confusing it with, but uh entirely possible. Yeah. It's this yeah. is not the first. This is, I would say, my first time with a clear, clear mind to watch this. Though I was very tired this afternoon and almost took a nap. I was hey, like, you're tired. diseased. I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Dave, memories for you? Got past me. Don't know how. Um, usually, usually a sports movie. Uh, it, could, it could be that. It, it could be that. But I've seen. I've seen most of the Rat Pack movies. I like Anthony Michael. Yeah. He's a good actor, yeah. but uh, yeah, I just never got on my radar. It's too bad. Too bad. Yeah, I had also or never good. seen or heard of this. Um, I was looking up comedies about college football earlier this week, and I was like, "Oh, oh okay, this, this might work out." But yeah, I didn't know this was a movie at all. I, I, completely off my radar. Um, Dana, did it make the grade, or should they've held this back? No, this movie is really. I know. I feel like we've been saying this a lot lately. <laughs> this movie is like really. I don't know what. We're out of happened. good movies, I think is what happened. No, no, no. There are some. I was, I was looking up. Trying to pick some stuff today. I had one in mind that I wanted to do, but it's not available anywhere, and I don't want to pay for it. So. Oh, okay. PCU, um, yeah, yeah, yes. it's a great movie. It's a good nailed it. Um, <laughs> but no, this movie—it almost was just like uh, they may have had a script, but then Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. off of being on like SNL and all these yeah. other John Hughes movies were probably just like, no, 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 we'll just riff, man. Yeah, yeah. there was exactly a lot of weird, I, weird stuff that didn't fit. I've got right. a lot of thoughts about <laughs> yeah. what Robert Downey Jr. was doing here. 
there is there's like a movie here there is there is there certainly they is they, they didn't, didn't do, do it. it they didn't do it they just did something else which is you know i don't know if rdj goes to rehab right after this i wouldn't be surprised uh, I've, I've got some information about that <laughs> okay uh, but yeah no this yeah. was terrible hold it back okay. uh make it make it redo the assignment you know what okay i'm gonna give you another shot try again yeah, yeah. but that's you, it you went off you base and you could have you could have done it right and you did it wrong yeah. Um, you get one more week to finish this paper yeah. and then that's it. That's they're it. Gonna, they're going to fuck up the sequel. Uh, Dave, how about you? Um, let me tell you, um, if you told me there was cocaine involved in this, lots of cocaine, um, I'd believe you. Uh, Cause it's just, it's so odd. Mm-hmm. The football scene at the beginning is so, so odd. odd. A lot, a lot of the things that Robert Dunney Jr. And Anthony Michael Hall say back and forth to each other, just sit there flat and i'm like that's supposed to be funny right real weird it's very weird all the people all the recruiters Mm -hmm. that is all very (laughs) odd the behavior (laughs) odd um when 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 he actually goes to california and texas and visits those but it's just it's crazy it's odd yeah it's it's crazy and it eventually ends up somewhere but and 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 there's like a good moral to the end of it but the entire journey was just it's fucking I weird. I Texas yeah. stuff. Maybe because I lived out here. But... I, well, that stuff's okay. We're well, going to dig into both I, those I, I with, a lot. I, I got some issues with the meat, but other than that, uh, yeah. <laughs> Was that an entire no, cow on a spit? On Oh, got a whole did, cow in the background. Did you look closely? It was made of rubber. It was not oh, real. No, I just saw like it was through a crowd of people, so you couldn't see it that well. But they had yeah. an entire cow oh on God. a spit at one point. Two of them, um, and they were like, "Let me just oh, spin this real quick." That's Jesus. not long barbecue. Yeah. Well, I, I've got a lot of thoughts about a lot of those things. Um, so yeah, no, for me, bad. yeah, no, bad. no, <laughs> agreed, bad movie. Um, all the main characters I had a, a lot of serious problems with, but the side characters I did enjoy. Oh. Um, like all I liked, I liked the recruiters again. Cocaine, clearly <laughs> caked in their nostrils. All the it was the eighties. It was yes. the eighties. But them, um, a lot of the, the the guy that he meets at UCC, like his his handler on that trip, I enjoyed watching him be like sleazy and gross. Cousin Ira um, from Mad About You. Yes. Paul Reiser, huh? Um yeah, even I mean, even the coach playing whatever the fuck he was playing, I enjoyed watching that. But the main characters are so bad, and this they made a lot of like structural errors with telling the story that I think really, you know, take it from what could have been a D minus to like a, a solidly failing F. Like you, yeah. you could have you almost limped across the finish line and then they tried to make up for it with what might be the wildest ending to a movie I've seen in a long time, but like that it didn't it didn't help it enough. Yep. I was pretty checked out by then. Yeah, but. well, no, you you're the, just yeah, looking at the, the final 25 minutes. You're like, I got to wrap this up. <laughs> oh, here and it's we go. only an hour and 22 minutes or whatever here before the credits. So it's not even yeah. like it's a long they, movie. But they had, they had to put in a lot of work at the end. It, uh-huh. Oh, boy. They were yeah. they were tying up every loose end. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before we jump in. Yeah. A moment where they were like, oh, sh- oh shit. How much? Oh, fuck. Uh, fuck. We got to. I don't <laughs> know. We got to. This is, this is gone. Oh, boy. The we shouldn't have listened to these two idiots. We should have stayed on focus. The, the moment that it happened was in there at the hotel at the end, and they just cut all of a sudden to like the end of that story. They they there was a lot of a lot of cartilage that just got removed. I don't know how we got from point A to point B. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, before we jump into the recap and the segments here, do we have any fun facts on this one? The only thing I could find on IMDB, which part of it has already been spoiled, 
Um, but the movie playing at the drive-in, which at one point I think we were the, the first line of dialogue we hear is something like, but like Angela, I saw your beaver. I'm very confused <laughs> about what the fuck that movie was. That was weird as shit. It's called Putney Swoop from 1969, oh, okay. which was written and directed by RDS, yes. Robert Downey Sr., who plays the NCAA investigator. So it's Robert. Okay. Downey Jr.'s father, Robert Downey Sr. There was a guy I was gonna do for the um the deep dive, the the bald recruiter, and he was in movies. I think the first two that he were in, he was in were called The Sweet Smell of Sex and Chafed <laughs> Elbows. And I'm like, those are is this guy films. a porno star? And I looked up in the middle, it's like part of an RDS like three P package or whatever with Putney yeah. Spope. And I'm like, how do you make the sweet smell of sex and chafed elbows and you're not pornos? Mm-hmm. There's bone all over again. Yeah, they, they, they might they, not they be weird stuff. Weird technical, movies. but they were like, yeah, the, the I think it was like big in like the sixties and early. Yeah, he made that weird movie shit at the drive-in. Bizarre, bizarre as fuck. Uh, yeah. Any other fun facts on this one? No. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into yeah. the recap and the like segments there, here. Then there should be, but I don't think anybody cares enough to talk about this film. I think there's probably so many interesting behind-the-scenes tidbits. That we will never know because people are like, it's not worth our time. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Yeah, the, we don't the need people, an oral history of this piece of shit. The people who would tell those stories are still big stars. <laughs> so, like, they're not going to tell those stories. But, um, yeah, all right. So, the movie, I wanted to talk on the opening scene because I texted you guys like a minute into the movie. I'm like, this opening scene is fucking wild. The movie opens um, with, like, you know, your typical high school football coach in the locker room giving like a pep talk. And it reminded me very much of my high school coach because it was oh. overtly religious in the beginning. I was going to ask. Yeah, that was like our, we didn't have the fun heel turn in that speech. Our speeches was just that. And then like, let's all go out there and do it for Jesus. I wrote a lot of the heel turn down. So if you would like me to recite it, I'm happy. To I got I got a couple of them in here. We uh, can go line for line because I didn't go through all of them. Um, But basically they're, they're giving this speech. It's all about prayer. I think they might actually pray. Mm-hmm. And then the coach, there's a heel turn. The coach gets super vulgar and he says, the Lord wants you to put your foot on their balls and believe in it. And I'm like, well, wait mm-hmm. a minute now. Um, I have one near the end, but are there, what other ones do you have in the middle? He immediately follows it to step on their balls and believe in it because that's what wins football games. Mm-hmm. Not jumping off sides like a bunch of wimps and faggots. Yeah. Um, there yeah. was something later. We're 10 about, seconds in. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna any, get any honey on your stinger because you're not going to the sock hop. Did you have that yep. one? Yeah. It was... No, I don't. I don't have that. One. Remember that one? Remember he said that the one that I have at the end was uh, the the Russia line. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like anti-communism shit. At the which... end of this speech, it goes on for a little bit, and it's all it's all that. It's all like nothing but shocking platitudes. 
Then at the end, he says, I don't give a shit what those pinkos over in Russia say. You want to be a loser? You go to Russia. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? So the this wall, is is the wall still up at this point? Is the Iron Curtain still a thing? In just the barely, yeah, yeah, for, for, for another, another year. year yeah, yeah, just yeah. barely hold it on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's right away. They're kind of turning, you know, letting us know the set the stage here. When they walk to the field, the coach punches a like a glass water cooler and explodes it uh-huh. everywhere. So when I see that happen, I'm like, all right, cool. We're gonna have a fun satire. That's where this is going. It's all going to be over the top and ridiculous. Not what you happened. Mean like you mean like airplane? That was like... Yes, oh, I think I thought, I thought airplane. I thought um, high school okay. high. I thought I rock and roll the... high school. Yeah, that yeah. first scene is a full on satire. When I see their behavior on the field too, I'm like, okay, maybe that's where this is going. But no, yes. yeah. it's a serious they, message. They here. do not stick with that tone at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah. right after that happens, they go to the field. This is. The high school state championship, which is being played in the middle of the day, which I had a problem with. State is uh, always at nighttime. You don't do that at 2 p.m. In the you 80s? Know, I don't I've, Even then, it seems stupid to okay. me. But okay. we get the the only three minutes of football in a movie that's about football. Like mm. we, the, I don't think the credits are done before, before the game is over. Mm. Um, we see one game. It's not even a full game. Johnny throws one touchdown. We're told that it's a state record and his 40th of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's basically mm-hmm. it for him. Um, we well, don't no, see no, no. Anymore after that. Um, he opens the football scene by returning a kickoff for a oh, touchdown, that's right. I believe. Yes, yeah. And he's also an amazing punter with like a five-second hang time. The, so, the, the, the fact that it was, okay, that, that scene we laugh mm-hmm. a lot because I'm like, mm-hmm. they show us all these recruiters that are sitting there watching him play. If you are there to recruit the number one football player in the country and he's a quarterback, you don't care that he also punts. It's like, mm-hmm. and a five-second hang time. It's like, well, he's not going to punt at your college. Like He's yeah, going to be a quarterback. Never. He's not doing both. Um, Where the quarterback at my high school, because my football team my junior year was like the only year it was good. And he was a quarterback. He'd played quarterback in like Pop Warner. Like he'd always been a quarterback. And he was determined to go to college as a quarterback. So he went to William and Mary. And I don't think he ever played. Oh, the tribe. But he- he was also a really good punter, and Penn State wanted him th- to come there and be a punter. He probably made the right choice because it's only a few years before, you know, Sandusky. Oof, yeah. But it's just mm-hmm. like you go to Penn State and be their punter. How many punters does Penn State really need? You got two on roster if you're lucky. I know I know we have one. He's Australian and he's like 29 years old. He's good as shit. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, I'm like, you're just yeah, gonna go hope to be on like William and Mary's as a no I was like you're an idiot it's it's dumb but that happens I've seen a lot of guys that you know Iowa recruits that are you know quarterbacks like well I would rather go play quarterback at like Wisconsin Whitewater than be a safety at Iowa I'm like that's very strange to me but but okay you follow your dream I guess um so yeah the Johnny he plays a little bit of football in the beginning his best friend Leo wants to get in the game so then Johnny fakes a broken dick um what? Yeah, dick's broke. My dick is broke. He, yeah. Anthony, in 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 this part of the script, we don't know exactly where the injury is. We're, we're gonna let you. Broke. We're gonna let you figure this out. And because he's immature and stupid, yeah. he's like, I broke my dick. Yeah, I, he, yeah. I bet it was yeah. in like ADR after the fact, because like, there's no way you. A lot of this movie read. ADR. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's and you know during this opening part, it looks terrible. Yes, it's yes. really bad. You know, it's just like to say, like, oh, I broke my dick, and they're like, but like Anthony, that doesn't make any sense. No, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna say. Take yeah. it or leave it. He cocaine coach. He took a snap and like he drops back a couple feet and like lays down on the ground. Says his dick is broke, so they had to put Leo in the game. Um, 
I this was a problem for me because it feels like he could just go to his coach and be like, all right, we've won the game. There is a blowout in the championship. We won the game. I'm not going to go back in. You can put in Leo, put in someone else. But like, I'm not going back out there. My high school career is done. I'm not going to get hurt for you. We're up 40 points or whatever. Didn't go that route. Just faked a broken dick. Leo goes in. And when Leo goes in the game, we see Johnny walk over to a cheerleader. We don't know who this guy really is at this point other than he's good at football. Walks up to a cheerleader and is like, hey, take off your underpants and go over there. And she's like, okay, anything for you, Johnny. And I'm like, well, this, again, this feels a little bit like satire, depending on where they go with this. And then they did not go anywhere silly with it. She just has no underwear on and is doing her cheerleading as like a distraction to be. Her vagina's out. Her vagina's out. A lot. And she's just like, yep, everyone can see it. I don't, I don't, it's, it's 2 PM on like a Saturday. I'm fine with this. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we have the first time that we see Leo take a snap. He falls down and fumbles the ball because he's apparently being like the backup to the best football player in the world. You don't you've learned nothing. Like yeah. he's comically bad at football, which I don't know that he'd be the backup. Um, second snap, they go up there. He tells the other team like, hey, that girl's got no underwear on. And the entire team freezes, looks over to the side. <gasps> They've never seen a vagina before any of them. Mm-hmm. And then he takes the snap inexplicably, like zigzags backward to his own end zone, uh-huh. realizes he's gone the wrong way, and then runs it a hundred yards the other way for a touchdown. If oh, that's a that, that's you should be, be a running back. Rec- it's got to be yeah, a state. Well, be- no, no, because it was probably at the forty. He lost oh. sixty and then gained a hundred. It's like a forty-yard run. Um, yeah, and the fact that he yes was able to run all the way to the wrong end zone, realize oh. This is the wrong end zone. Turn around and run back because the other team is still looking at this girl. They're just like, staring at that vajaj the entire time. Right? Huh? And I was just like, yes. what? And then this is where the ADR is like, oh, no, yeah. wrong way. Uh oh. Like, here. I don't know. Oh, had a hook. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. And like, I, I think we're supposed to think this is fucking hilarious. And I'm like, I, I'm irritated. I could say that. Yeah. yeah, that was unfortunate. And that's that's the kind of the start of the movie again to kind of set the stage of the the level of film they're giving us here. Kind of satire, not really pretty irritating. Um, to go along with pretty irritating, there are some performances in this movie that are fucking insane that I think we need to dig into and talk about a little bit. Starting with our boy Robert Downey Jr. What's um, what's he doing? In this movie, what what would you say if you were to describe his performance? What would you call what he's doing? Definitely not a backup quarterback in a state championship team. What the? It's, it didn't make any sense. It's, it needs to be some sort of confidence, and he's kind of playing the weird uh, kid from Back to School again. Yes, yeah, um, like, yes, same even character. Weirder, yeah, like, weirder, very than odd. Yeah, I, I off-putting. I would say it yeah. didn't it didn't fit. But once no. I saw him play, once I saw him play football. I'm like, oh, they just keep this person's a placeholder. And it's really just if Johnny was to get hurt at some point, they would really be screwed. But this is more yeah. of a joke, maybe. I, this I, kind don't, of joke. I don't know. And he's Johnny's friend. So we're going to keep him around for, you know, moral support. And stuff Sincerely, like that. everything he does and says is bizarre and strange and weird. Like it, it, yeah. it's very off the wall. It, there are moments that it felt like his dialogue was supposed to be him quoting a movie that I had not seen before. 
or like making a reference to some kind of a pop culture event that just isn't relevant to us now that in 88 it would have gone oh i get what that's from no one acts and talks this way so i'm like what are you referring to that i'm just missing all of these references yeah like he like yeah it's a lot of him just like in a single shot like not even like anthony michael hall being in the show because i think they were just kind of like riff is this what he's gonna do because they're probably like um now robert can we get what's on the page oh no okay so i'm just frame it we're just gonna tight shot just, of robert. On him. just we'll let him <laughs> we'll figure out what to say in response because it like at dinner at anthony oh michael's hall's house he's like cutting himself he tells these like wild wild stories, there are some stories. Or jo- i don't know if they're setups to jokes that we never get the payoff for but I was just like, what is he doing? It's so strange. It's so doing? strange. And like, I I looked up to see if this was in the midst of his addiction. It is not. Oh, it's he, before? Yes. His wow. addiction was like mid-90s. Like, I think he got arrested the last time, like 96. Mm-hmm. So it was like 93, 94, 95, 96 when he was really fucking up. Like, this is before yeah. that. This is this right is like around maybe... when he was on SNL. Yeah, I think this could be like maybe when it begins. This is maybe. the early stages of maybe. it. Maybe I looked it up and there was no reference to him doing drugs at this time. But like he certainly could have been. If he was, he wasn't doing more than everyone else around him was. Sure. And like his performance, it, there were times that I thought he was doing like a Robin Williams thing. He's mugging a lot at the camera and making faces and like changing voices. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what this is. I don't is- get it. Yeah, like there are lots of my notes, and I'm like, what, what is, what is happening? What is he doing? Oh, there's like a, a sorry to that man. Yeah, sorry. There's a moment later in the film, but I'm sure we'll, I think we'll, we'll get to that little setup. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. we'll talk about the setup. His story at that point is bananas. And I know he's making it up on the spot. And I'm like, what? This is the best they got. This is like the best cut of this story. Yeah, I would love to see the original script and just know like oh what they were God. supposed to be saying. He's probably because you can it. just tell they there's like a confidence in what like he and Anthony Michael Hall that they're just probably like we are so fucking funny. Yes, I will yes. say I thought of this later in the film because I think it like because one is his outfit and style change a little bit. Yeah. Um, is Anthony Michael Hall doing an Eddie Murphy impression? There's a moment where I think that's that's probably what he's doing when he comes back from UCC, and I, I know the outfit you're talking about because we're going to talk about it. Sure. I think at that point I had to look up. That might have been like Raw was before that. What's the delirious? Well, delirious is in the red suit, <laughs> so like I don't know. He's he's got a very a very Eddie Murphy. There's like a cadence, yes. like a way he's holding himself that I was just like. Okay, so so you've been around black people. Good for you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. don't do this. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, now his performance is nuts. The Robert Downey Jr. performance is insane. Perhaps crazier with less screen time is Jennifer Tilly. I got really excited when I saw her name in the credits. I'm like, oh, we're gonna see Jennifer Tilly as like a like a high school student being young and fun. I'm like, oh no, she's the coach's wife. Mm. that i did not expect that i thought she would have been mixing it up with the kids and she's not um she's on the screen for maybe two minutes and she appears to be a fully insane person uh mm-hmm. when we first see yeah. her coach is 
he's not playing piano he's like standing up at by the piano yeah i'm not I, they, they show it later on i don't think it's actually a piano oh but i feel like they wanted us because she's like oh your playing's getting so good yeah and when the chancellor from the college comes in he's like fully like i again this is like a question where i'm like did <laughs> The, the principal from you know you get the bull you must hold the bull you get the horns. Get the horns did he not know how he was being framed like there's a lot of people fake playing instruments in this movie that i'm like no no that's not good we can see all of you i yes. need i need you to commit more to this this is a bit like it was with him i had that in my notes i was like is he supposed to be playing the piano am i supposed to because they're also loudly playing he's Mac singing the knife, along yeah to mac the is, knife yeah. oh i love yeah. that song by bobby darren but mm-hmm. I was like, are we supposed to believe he's playing the song and singing along while I, the song I is don't, playing? I Did don't you... think so. And I'll tell you why. So when they have the prank at his house later on, they zoom out and you see what that is. I'm pretty positive it's not actually a piano. It's a piano shaped padded top bar. Like it's it's got like um like a cabinet in the side with like drinks in it. So, yeah. so it's like a it's like a like a furniture piece okay. shaped piano like so he's standing up at essentially like his serving bar mocking playing piano is what's happening in that scene yep. it, it, stranger still than if he had a piano in there yeah. so that's what we, we meet him at his home first we see him cuss the players out we see him at his house then jennifer tilly walks up in a cocktail waitress uniform with like her name tag on and we don't know this is his house. So I'm like, is he at some weird like lounge or he's a lounge singer too? And then we pan back and we see it's like his rumper room or whatever. She is talking in this scene about how we are like living multiple lives across like nine universes or whatever. Like, yeah, that's right, honey. And I'm like, what is up with these two? Mm-hmm. It it felt like again this was a reference to like a another football player's wife or football coach's wife in some other movie who was a little bit like yeah. off the rails and they're making fun of that. I've never seen this as a trope before in my life though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was excited to see her too, but uh, yeah, it was a bit of a throwaway. Yeah, unfortunately, throwaway. Yeah, or like, too bad. Yeah, have her interact with like Johnny and you know Andy Michael Hall and like I, it was just. They made like there. No one was like, not to say like if it was a true satire. Like someone needs to be like a somewhat of a straight person. Everybody had some quirks, and you're just like, okay, it's too much. That's how that's how satire works. You have a regular person mixed in with all these fucking weirdos. Like that's that's the whole. There was no regular person in this movie. I I mean, I I guess Georgia. We don't see her very much though. She's not in it often. No, no. Um. Another set of insane performances were all these recruiters that, you know, Dave kind of touched on this. The recruiters in this movie, they're all cartoons. The best jackets. Oh, my God. All of them. All of them. They're all in like plaid or herringbone suits that are like school colors for all of them, which I think is supposed to make them look like sleazy used car salesmen. Like that's (laughs) that's the look they're giving off. Um, A lot of bell bottoms as well in 88. So this is an old suit, I'm supposed to believe. Yep, but just yeah. like it's a bunch of dudes with wild accents, like trying to press their entire face into the camera lens every time they are on screen. Um, they're offering him money and cars and girls. One guy offers him his head if he goes to the school of his choice. It's I'm just so, like, this is weird. And, and he comes walking up to the window, just keeps talking and staring at him while they're eating. Just doesn't yes. walk away. Well, and not there. only that, 
you yeah. watch anytime they're at the house. If mm-hmm. you look out the window, there's like seven or eight dudes on, on the front lawn, like jumping up and down, waving their arms. Yep. Anytime they're at that house. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that, I mean, that's not how you're going to get them to commit. <laughs> that's not how you do this. Maybe mm-hmm. in the 80s. This is how, because you didn't have cell phones and pagers and oh, no social pages. media. <laughs> oh, that reminded me. I started to watch that Manti Teo documentary. Oh, it's good. It. It's good. It's wild. For gosh, that should have been my opener. It is. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so <laughs> during, because... well, the, the recruiters that we get, some of these are real schools, some are not. There's real Penn State and real Alabama that are recruiting him here. I think Notre um, Dame, too. Or is that Notre, Notre, No, Notre Dame's there. Notre Dame's the priest. Yes. So he's there. Um, yeah. But they Penn State and Alabama get into a fist fight in front of the house. Uh, which I had to look it up. This is a reference to the 1986 Penn State Alabama game, where Penn State beat Bama 23 to three. So like we oh. beat you last. That was only one year. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was what started the fight because they beat the piss out of them a year before that. Yeah. Um. I don't know what school this little bald fella is from. He reeks of desperation. Looks like a young Hans Molman from The Simpsons. Like mm. he's a little, like a little gross kind of a squirrely bald fella. Yeah. All these recruiters, whenever they're on screen, it's just like a cacophony of them screaming, please come to my school. And I'm like, well, that's not how this works. Like, no, coaches recruit high school players. You don't have like a guy who's on your staff, who's a like a a salesman who travels around the country recruiting like coaches recruit the players. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. You don't sound like emissaries. No. Well, no, you I mean, you send usually you would send the position coach. Sometimes you've got um, a coach on your staff who recruits a territory. So, like, if you recruit a lot of schools in Texas, you might have a guy on your staff who just recruits Texas because, like, he gets to know the high school coaches and they're kind of like, hey, I've got this guy on my team. He's a little bit under the radar. You might want to take a look at him. That's how you do it. They don't just pay some dude to go camp out at somebody's house for six months and scream in his face whenever you see Were these supposed to be, like, agents then? Like, were they supposed to be, like, the... No, because they're recruiting I think for the schools. We're supposed to believe that the, these these are the same guys who are like at like minor league baseball parks, sitting there like yes, keep, yep. keeping score. It's like that guy just a little farther to the right, and then yes. perfect eighty six months. They know all the little intricacies in baseball, but they're just moving that to football. I didn't think that was a thing, and I think it's they tried not. to make it a thing here. <laughs> it's um, not, and like yeah, the, the and, energy and, they, and gave they made off. it sleazy, and they made it sleazy. They because, made it very sleazy. Yeah, they made it, can it very sleazy. sleazy. It can be sleazy. Um, they've yeah. also got uh, this guy who's like a reporter who's, um, we know Robert Downey Sr. now, who we don't know what he's doing until the last three minutes of the movie. You yeah. see him constantly like talking into a recorder. He's wearing like, you know, a 1940s press get up with like a trench coat. And he's like in the bushes recording shit, like in his car with binoculars. We have no idea what he's doing. And it's like Columbo was here all of a sudden, like mm. gonna crack a case that I don't even know what the case is. And so, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like he disappeared for a good stretch. In he the was middle, gone for most of the movie. Which I was like, are we are we still doing that? Like it, I th- I was like guessing that I'm like, oh, he's someone who's monitoring the recruiting process is your yes. first guess. Yes. Which we know that's what he was doing. But then he disappears when he's actually on recruiting trips. I'm gonna mm. I'm saying like you should have had him like a fake mustache at Texas or whatever. Yeah, like, like that's him the cowboy hat. Yes, have him blend what? in. Yeah, when he was at the California school when uh they went oh. to visit Jim Jim McMahon for a second, he's like Oh uh, yeah. uh, uh he obtained a 
a free Adidas shirt mm-hmm. at this time of this day. So I, I, I needed, just, like, you needed that shit. We must have missed him. At, he must have been at that Texas he party. Must have, I, well, I, I did not we, cut. we go and talk about that party. Cut, yeah. Probably. yeah. Before we before we get to that and the actual recruiting visits, there's a romance in this movie for God knows what reason. So I did want to talk about Love at First Semester. And no, what it's was... not between Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> well, they had more chemistry than these two, if I'm being honest. Like, what was the point of this romance here? Like it to me, it added nothing to the movie. Did you guys get anything from this or any reason why it happened? It's, she's very she's very pretty. Um and he's and he's not. He's not. Um, and he's a jock, so he has to have yeah. a pretty girlfriend. They found a really they did a good job. Yeah. Did really good there. I um, like I'm not sure what else they were trying to do other than to like, <laughs> try, so, so, someone had to try to point him in like the righteous direction. How about him? He's got a mom for that. How about his mom yeah, does that? His mom does it too. I think the women in the movie yes. kind of yeah. push him in that direction, other yeah. than the ones that, it, it, other than the ones in the motel later. Well, but um that's add the one in old text. Yeah, but well, they seem to be the ones pointing him towards right, and his friends and all the other mm-hmm. dudes in the movie are pointing him towards the whatever wrong. that becomes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just, not necessarily wrong. A lot of people took money true. and did very well. But yes, yeah. he'd have been yeah. he'd have been happy at both those schools. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it would it would have been one thing just to like he's got to have a girlfriend. We're gonna have a girlfriend storyline, but yeah. then the way they took it that like. Her dad also hated him for reasons that were never. It was just like too many things on top of things. It's like hat on a hat on a hat. Yes, and it's, it's like, for sure hat on a hat. There's a hundred hats well, in this. And in, in, when we first much. see when we first see Uma Thurman, um, the way they interact, I was like, okay, she's one of his mini like harem of groupies. Because it's not it, it's not at all presented like oh this is my serious girlfriend I'm her serious boyfriend and that's her dad who doesn't like us. He was like well, why is your dad mad? Was it because I had you out last time? And she's like no it's because of the hickey. And I'm like okay so like you guys just bang sometimes is all this is. And it's like no no this is like his serious girlfriend and I don't know why they want to be together. He's clearly open to banging other women as evidenced by the mm. fact that he asked a cheerleader to take her underpants off, and she's yep. like yeah sure for you. And mm-hmm. like some of the things we see him do that we're going to discuss a little bit later on, at no point do we see him be like, no, I'm serious about this relationship. Um, yeah. That's he, correct. Yeah. She calls him out on it a few times. Like, yeah, I'm trying to get my dick wet. So and I'm like, well, I don't I don't know why uh, we only see them together in private one time. And in that scene, uh, Johnny says zero words. He's like a mime for some reason mm. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know why they like each other at all correct he he does at one point say that like i want to be with you we're gonna get at the drive-in we're gonna get married we're gonna get old together and then he goes on a whole tangent about what happens when you get old Mm -hmm. teeth are gonna fall out hair's gonna fall out out. i'm gonna die Uh, everything falls out everything does Nature, it's, man. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? No, I'm, I'm just wheeling sure, it here. I'm pretty sure watching that movie, the was it Putney Swope or Swope? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that just, I think there's just some residual LSD from the 60s. And <laughs> just, that movie looks so weird. Gets a little high and weird from watching it because they were saying there's some, there's some bizarre stuff being said there too, but that's the movie. I yeah. think that's just what the movie is. 
it, it weird... they didn't they didn't ever come to a conclusion um yeah as dana pointed out georgia's dad hates johnny so much from the very beginning and we don't really get an explanation for why mm-hmm. like, i don't know if it's an overtective dad or if there's like something specific about johnny he doesn't like at the start of the movie johnny seems like a normal dude is he is it because he's poor or like, i i need a reason not like that's I a good one i don't know but I just, like, I need <laughs> that's reason. something I mean, could be. I, I, I really don't. They don't try to explain. It's like, oh, that's just my girlfriend's dad. You know how girlfriends' dads are. I'm just no, like, tell me. Yeah, I'm curious because this, this guy, reason. he's. You guys step out of the football game. He's waiting there with his with his was it loudspeaker on. It's like, hey, you the bullhorn, yeah, yeah. Stop it. Look, Look, stop yeah. it. <laughs> Stay away from my daughter. That's not what Stop. it sounded like, but it's Stop. not far off. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, kind of what it sounded like. It's close. So, so we get this whole explanation that Johnny is gonna like go over to Georgia's house. Georgia's mom is like a big asshole to him too, which we don't really see her very much, but like she's rude to him. Um, the dad gets home with another cop, another two cops, and two a cops. drunk person handcuffed in the back of the car. I, think I don't know why motorcycles, he... right? Like yes, it was motorcycle cops and him. And I'm like, I'm not sure why you're coming home with this guy. You should be going to the station with him, I would assume. But right, they... yeah, they pull up. There's like a little bit of back and forth between Johnny and George's dad. And George's dad is like, we could just whoop your ass right now. But instead, we're going to play a game of football to determine whether or not you get to keep on banging my daughter, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which, Obviously, reasonable. That's what you do. Weird mm-hmm. choice for you to be a grown ass man. Like, I'm gonna challenge the number one high school football player in the country to a contest. I really want to win, and I'm gonna choose football as yeah. the as the stake. That's that seemed odd to me. Um, Perfectly clear, reasonable. I don't I don't know what your issue is. Well, um, this was one of the randomest scenes we've ever seen. Because um, mm. so the guy they have come out of the cop car. He's in like a stained shirt and sweats. Like he looks like he's very unstable on his feet. Then they handcuff Johnny's right hand to one of his belt loops. Um, That's right. Yeah. And then they they put the drunk guy on the team with him and Leo. So it's Johnny with one arm, Leo, and a drunk man in his 40s. Um, Johnny right away scrapes a whole bunch of dog shit from his shoe onto the ball, like a lot. And mm. and then I at first I thought it was just mud, and I'm like, we're trying to make it slippery, so he fumbles it, and I'm like, that's so much dog shit. Did you just like stand in it for a long time? It's, it's his whole shoe is caked basically in dog shit. Um, they kick the ball to the to the chief. The chief gets it, gets the shit all over him. He's real grossed out by that, and suddenly there's a huge crowd in the street to watch this game. Sure, we don't is. see any again. There's no connective tissue. Between like, oh, one person walked by and saw it, or Georgia called somebody or something. It's dog shit on the ball. No one's there. Suddenly everyone's there. Cheerleaders are there in uniform, yep. which seems odd. Yeah. Uh Georgia watches from the roof. I'm pretty sure she cheered for her dad. I think her dad doesn't <laughs> like, Yeah, way to go, dad. And I'm like, well, now I'm real confused. Mm. <laughs> what side are you on here? Yeah. It's just the end of the game, the drunk guy like runs away to freedom. And like Johnny gets to keep on banging Georgia because the other cops are just laying on the ground asleep. Essentially, it was a real weird fucking scene. There were a couple times where um somehow like the boundaries should be pretty clear, the front yard of the house, but then somehow um the police chief dad winds up like tumbling over a uh like police motorcycle yeah, that's motorcycles. in the 
that's in the street. And then at another point, one of the other cops catches a pass and he is diving so hard to catch this pass that he goes straight through the windshield of the chief's cop car. Like mm-hmm. this is, yeah, of course. So yeah, great catch. Happens. And I'm like, well, the whole, so that's in? <laughs> yeah, the whole window shadow shatters. Yeah. And I was like, what are the boundaries of this game? Yeah, the this is not tempered glass. It comes out in big shards. Yeah. The football is also not good. Even from Johnny. No, it's not. He's playing left-handed. So he's oh, playing quarterback okay. left-handed. Um, I missed that part. Sorry. Yeah, but it, 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 I mean, again, for a football movie, the football we see is very, very bad football. Um, yeah. We basically jump straight from like this football game to the old text visit. Now, this is very quick, obvious. Wait, there's a quick, just to go, there's like a quick pit stop. This is how like disjointed this movie is. The football game ends. The guy runs away. They're like, run off to freedom. They're like, wait, that's a really, that's a 25, that's a $20 game ball. We need it back. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, we should go get it. So they go chasing after him. Quick cut. They're at the movie theater. George is now wearing Johnny's Letterman oh, jacket, that's which right. we never saw him give her. No. And then she's like, what What am I going to do now that I'm homeless? I was like, did something, did something happen after the game? Yeah. Are you thrown I, out? We don't, I think she shouting? has to leave. I think she has to go. <laughs> Unclear. And then we have that weird ass movie moment yeah. at the movie theater. It quickly cuts. And then, yes, we're at the big now text. Now, text make any sense. That, that whole scene, yeah, it's very strange. And again, the, the, the reporter is at the movie theater, like watching them neck and taking notes on that. And I'm like, well, this is not part of the recruiting process, sir. Yeah. At this point, it's being a voyeur. <laughs> um, so, the old text visit. So, uh, this is very obvious the University of Texas. Like we said, there's real schools and not real schools. Yeah. The, he goes on two visits. I'm assuming the real schools were like, you're not going to portray us like this. Nope. <laughs> like, no, this is not what a visit would be like if you came to our campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is obviously Texas. They're the horny toads. Yeah. Uh, but they've got a gigantic <laughs> longhorn in Texas orange for the logo. It's like a block O with a longhorn in front of it. So I'm like, you're you're the horny toads. Yeah, that's because real weird. TCU is some sort of toad or frog. Well, TCU the is the horny toads. The horn frogs, the horn, right? Yeah, the horn the frogs. frogs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you just smushed two of them together, but they're oh, they're yeah. in orange and white. One thing I totally forgot to mention, mm-hmm. and sorry, this just came back to me. We're talking about Texas. This movie was. It, was, the jet? It, was <laughs> it the jet? Not just that. This movie was filmed in Texas, in Georgetown, which is like just north of Austin. Uh, but in that opening game, did you notice that the uniforms of the opposing teams had oh, yeah. two giant Confederate flags? Yes, I noticed. The shoulders were just a Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, of course I noticed. They must have been playing a Robert E. Lee or Stonewall Jackson For high sure, school. Robert E. Lee High School somewhere. The yeah. Rebels, probably. Yes. The Rebs. Mm-hmm. Fighting Rebs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Holy um, shit. The Rebs are the Grays, like a... one of the two. Yeah, that's not like a, oh we need um okay we need to like spin up soon. That was like who's the local team? Yes, just come on over and they come were like, come on over, oh, guys, bring your uniforms. A- oh well, boy, fuck it. what do you guys? Yeah, the that- Wildcats? No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how that went. But yeah, so we're the Jim Crows. That's who right, we are. Oh, you know, like- good God, <laughs> good Lord. Um, as Dave said, this plane that that so. Okay, so old Tex is represented it's by a man named up. Tex. It's all weird. <laughs> right? Yeah. So yes. Hey. So so well, Tex comes to old Tex. Tex. I'm Tex. I'm well, Tex. Well hey, well, hey Tex. I like your outfit, Tex. Oh, You're looking good, Tex. Tex. It was it was nuts. The, <laughs> the, the plane the plane has big ass spikes all over it to make it look like a horny toad. And I'm like, well, that is yep. gonna make it yep. real bad turbulence. Sure. Um, when he gets to Texas to old Tex, he's at like a 
I guess like a garden party. Is, is that what I describe this? Like a big a fancy massive garden party, huge yeah, garden huge. party. And he gets a margarita and the movie does very much treat margaritas. as like an exotic delicacy. Mm-hmm. He gets one. And and well, Tex is like, oh yeah, everyone drinks those down here, and I'm like, it's a margarita, it's not not a regional drink. Then later, when he gets home, he's like, yeah, I puked margaritas all the way back home. It was great, and I'm like, have you never seen a margarita before? (laughs) Weird. Yeah, was that like a a '90s thing that it left Texas and went national? Like, what is the deal with this? Apparently, Austin. Um, I I was touched when everyone at the garden party began singing the fight song. Because, like, it's the only time this movie felt like a realistic college football setting to me. Yeah. Um, no one wa- no one wants to sing the fight song here anymore. It's like a whole hullabaloo. Oh, is it a, is it a whole Texas. thing? You got a yeah. problem with the lyrics? Yeah. It has, like, racist undertones, I think. Uh, I don't know. It was like sure. a whole, whole thing. This all mm. makes sense to me. Yeah. If, if this was now, but. If this movie was set in Iowa and they sang on Iowa, I would have gotten choked up, I think. It's very, it's, it's a touching moment to have all these alums together. And again, you, the look on Johnny's face, he acts for a little bit here, and he looks like this is really resonating with him. Like, all right, this is something. Then immediately after that, we meet Tex's wife, um, Lawanda. Mm-hmm. What are our overall thoughts on the character and the portrayal, like the acting choices this woman makes playing Lawanda? I, I kind of just was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not going to watch this. I don't care. She's like, I got a kid in every class. I got. I'm like, so you fuck all the recruits, all of them, and Tex, none the wiser. When he finds out that that they're in the stadium doing that, but how is Tex none the wiser? He he sent his wife to have. He's up in the VIP boxes looking. Guys, like, what's my wife doing? That's my wife. Never done anything like that before. It just seems like. Not cockeyed with surprise. For those of you who've not seen how this goes down, all right. Um. Texas wife takes Johnny in a limo to have like a private dinner with just the two of them. I'm pretty sure she's trying to blow him in the limo. Like yeah. they don't, there's a lot of ADR. You see the outside of the limo and a lot of like noise. Like, whoa, whoa. What are you doing with that? Hold on. Yeah. No, right. not yet. I'm like, well, this is, <laughs> this is bad ADR. They get to the and stadium. And when she walks out, she, she, uh, she, she wipes, oh, she's wiping uh, the corners of her mouth. Wipes, wipes, I yeah. was like, oh, great. Oh, great. Yeah. Yep. And did you yep. hear what the, uh, what what the driver said? The chauffeur. Yes. I did not. I don't remember what he said. Was it something about like, well, if you're not into, oh, okay, some I, I think I just had a brain fart. Uh, something about if you're not into her, I can find some um, a guy. Oh. I think oh. he was saying I, I can find you a yeah. guy if you want a guy. Wow. Yeah, and I think he was basically implying if that doesn't do it for you, I know yeah, it will. I it some it was something like that, but it's the, the way, it was so it was so quiet, and if you weren't paying really close attention, I did not catch the, it, uh, or the closed captioning on. I'm like, really? Yeah, I didn't catch they, it. They they really do. Like, they can get you anything at old text. Get you anything old text. Yeah, because it's the a, black guy was like, I want ty- two I want, Chinese. Yeah, girls. I want to. I'm gonna get some Chinese. Fu Young and. Poontang, I think her name was. I don't know. Yes. No, her her name was Poontang something. That was, that yep. was for sure her name. I'm like, very oh, traditional my God. name. Yeah, yeah, very, very traditional. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm happy they didn't give them like English accents. They had Southern accents, oh, Texas, so that helped. Yeah, yeah that's good. But that was, yeah. yeah, that was the thing that happened. Um, they get to this dinner. They go to the they go to the football stadium. They've got a giant star like mm-hmm. platform, like an like an illuminated platform in the middle of the field with like. 
romantic dinner for two. And I'm like, yeah. okay, again, Tex, you arranged this. <laughs> like, I know you had to do this. The lit up star stage. I was like, oh, are we? Is this from the Super Bowl? This looks awesome. Yes. Like, this looks this is very high class. Is this Texas Stadium that they're at right now? Are they at? I, I, don't, I don't know no. where the fuck they were at. It's not DKR. I don't know if DKR was a thing in '88, mm. but there's like I think there's like a dome. I because, thought it was yeah. I thought it was a dome. It looked like it was covered. Because then when yeah. they shoot the screen later, I'm like, oh, we got to put that up on the jumbotron. Oh I was like, so yeah. yeah. So they they get to this dinner. Texas wife just starts stripping immediately. Like, mm-hmm. there's no like, we're gonna sit down and eat. Blah blah blah. It's like we have dinner here. I'm taking all my clothes off and like grinding on you. And mm-hmm. he, I don't know what his performance is because he's not trying to like tell her to get off of him, but he's also he says thank you a lot of times, oh, like over and over. Says thank you, and I'm like, well, that's weird. Um, but it's very much not him. Like, I've got a girl I'm in love with. I can't do this. It's just like, I, he just seems like confused more than anything else. Yeah. Very it, weird choice. Yeah. The, like, again, it's these things where like, he starts on a path to like, maybe give a response that makes sense. And then he just spends like five minutes talking about, I, I really should learn to say thank you more. And yeah. it's a really great out in any awkward situation. So I'm yeah. just going to say thank But it doesn't it's stop so, her from doing I don't, I don't know. No, she's still doing whatever she wants to do. Tex, for some reason, brings all the other recruits and coaches to, I think, watch his wife get banged by a teenager. Like in my <laughs> mind, he knows this is what's going down. He has to know. You, you sent your wife in a private limo to a romantic dinner with this boy after telling him explicitly any woman you want here, you get to have. <laughs> so like, I don't know how he did not think to me, this is probably some cuckold shit. Like, I think he's like, I'm into this and I'm into bringing all the other guys to watch my wife get banged on the jumbotron by yeah, the quarterback. It was weird as shit. The horns on the limo became the horns of a cuckold. <laughs> yes. I wear the horns of a cuckold. Yes. Um, so then the, we find out in this same scene, the school spends $20,000 a month on sex workers just for the football players at halftime. Oh boy. I didn't, I was like, are you just talking about like you just pay for girls to be at, to go to school? I, I was like, $20,000. I was like, what do we do? What? I'm so confused. I mean, that's five grand a week uh, divided by who knows how many women we're talking about here, but that's just part of what they do. Seems like a bad way to spend halftime. You can't make adjustments. Halftime, I feel like there's no time. You're like, I gotta take a piss. You gotta relax. Uh, you, gotta, gotta, you know, like you know, it's not quick to come off. Gatorade, more electrolytes. Come on, what's going on? Yeah. What doesn't come off super quick is football pads. That's oh, a couple yeah. of minutes just to get them all off. <laughs> so, well, like, that's gonna take some time. I feel like it's on like like the the Monday Night Football like Peyton and Eli thing. Like mm. Eli let the cat out, or Peyton was like. Nothing. No one does any adjustments at halftime. There's no fucking time. He's like, by the time you walk to the locker room, go to the bathroom, get a glass of water, you're walking right back out. No one's making halftime adjustments. And I I was like, like, I feel like college might be a little bit different because it's the smaller stadium. You got a full like marching band show. (laughs) You might have more time in college, but for the pros, leave me alone. I got to do a thing real quick. Um, I don't think on this trip, Johnny ever made it to campus. He mentions a few times, like, hey, where's campus? Um, and then when he gets oh, yeah. back, his mom was like, hey, how was campus? He's like, oh, it was good. Campus was good. I don't think he ever. I think the trip was just this garden party and then fuck my wife. Yep. Correct. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And yeah, that was the whole trip. So that was the Texas. And they trip. go to that weird 
gas station? Oh, they did, go to they do a, that yes. moment where well, he has oh, that. Oh, that was that was a, was a moment. That was that was a weird. moment. They go to a cowboy themed titty bar first, which of course is cowboy themed. That's Texas. We didn't do no titties though. No Not titties. Then. What, I, what I was like, oh, is this like a PG thirteen movie? Because they also have the cheerleaders flash during the three on three football game, and we don't mm. see that either. Yeah, yeah. The 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 mom is inside. Like, oh, get out of here! Oh no! No. Yeah, she seems like an upset chicken. Um. So then it is yeah, rated they, R, and we didn't get those titties R at the titty bar. We get them at the end. They go. So. Yeah, they go to like a a convenience store slash bait shop. To like slash buy some station. booze or whatever, yeah. Slash gas station. And they meet. Was that the gas station attendant? Not like the yeah. Like the, 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 the shop. It I'm also so, could have been like something. a a vagrant <laughs> mechanic or <laughs> something. There's a just guy who's some there. guy hanging out. Just some guy. A, a guy who's there who's like, yeah, I was gonna be an all American at Old Tex, but then I got hurt and my career ended. But Old Tex like took care of me and set me up with this job still. And it looked like I wasn't sure if Johnny was like, oh, this is touching to me because like they take care of their guys. Or if he was like, oh, if I get hurt, I'm going to wind up working at a gas station in my 40s. I couldn't tell what he was thinking there. Yeah, could be. Could be I that. The latter. I don't know. It was like a weird moment. It's hard like, to say. Ooh. Yeah, they, they didn't make it super. It was no. weird. Oh, it was God, weird. It was a weird moment in a movie on. full of weird fucking moments. So that's the old text visit. He gets back. He goes to the grocery store and tells Uma Thurman, hey, I cheated on you, which he didn't. So I'm like, I'm not sure why you're telling her this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says he banged Lawanda. And of course, she gets mad at him. And I'm like, well, again, because you guys don't really want to be together. We jump basically straight from that to the UCC visit. Now, before that, though, his grandpa talks about We forgot oh, to mention his grandpa yeah. makes fishing oh, lures. That was kind of sad. And then he got yeah. an order for $10,000 walleye. Gropers? I don't know what the fuck it's called. <laughs> Walleye gropers. gropers. I think yeah. he makes bad fishing lures. What we got around? Oh, they, they, don't, they don't seem to work. I thought they were chili peppers for a while. They mm-hmm. had. They were. They looked very much like they were growing peppers, and they're they're not. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was from a, a donor from Oltex. So Oltex is we now. We don't know paying, this yet. We don't know he this yet. Thinks, yes, oh, he thinks this guy it's gives him away. Yeah. With every um, order, it's like. It's it's a, it's a good luck charm. So they they go yeah. to UCC, which is obviously USC. The UCC logo is the exact same as the '80s USC logo. You just take off the Trojan helmet, and put a knight helmet in, and said the colors are the same. It's in LA. Like this is obviously USC. Um, I do think they did a good job of making UCC and Oltex feel and look real different from each other. Like it didn't. Yeah. They they gave them obviously like cartoonish you know personalities, but like. It's very easy, I think, in a movie like this, just make all colleges look kind of the same. Um, and they made them look very, very, very different because UCC is like all flash and glitz. And the recruiter, it's LA, baby. yeah, it's LA. The recruiter feels very much like a sleazy, like you know, movie agent or whatever kind of a guy. Um, wanted to toss this up there and see if you guys know what do you think UCC stands for? I was like, University I don't fucking know. Of, University of California. Capistrano. Cucamonga. Cucamonga. Carlsbad. University of California. Carlsbad. California. Yeah, Carlsbad. UC, yes, it's UC Carlsbad. Perfect. UC Carlsbad. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it was a weird. It was a weird thing that I'm like, you could have given this something else to make it at least make some. Put a, put an S in there. UC yeah. University of Central <laughs> California. Or yes. like, sure. Yeah. It's not about like. Yeah. It could have been like a UL. C A or you know like sure, just switch some something. letters around yes. like 
Just and, SCU. Yeah, because like fresh. I think at Fresh Prince it was ULA. I'm like ULA. Yeah, ULA was, was Fresh Prince. Uh, yeah, ULA. Yeah. Um, it just was also so weird because they talk about it for so long before in the movie that I'm like, is UCC like their local? You know, that's like, what I thought was, too. Because yeah. like Robert Downey Jr. like it's like I so like we're going to UCC. And I was like, so. But then they also talk about going to state. I was like, are these two? Are these two uh-huh. schools? It's, I, it was I, very, I, very hard to tell. Um, we get a Jim McMahon cameo at UCC. Mm-hmm. Very funny to me. They said he was the best quarterback on the planet. After we just saw Johnny watching footage of John Elway, who was a much better quarterback. Than we Jim forgot McMahon. to talk about him watching the weird. footage of John Elway. Drums. What is he doing? Very weird. Is he though, or is he just he? He's 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 at a drum set. He's at a drum set watching footage of. At first, it's football bloopers. <laughs> Like in the beginning, it's football bloopers, and then it becomes like a John Elway highlight film. Um, also, to point out, Joe Montana and Dan Marino were also playing at this time. No one thought Jim McMahon was the best quarterback on the planet in '88. What team did the Bears? Bears. Yeah, oh, there Bears. was a there was a Bears clip in there because I do remember yeah, there that. was, but it got yeah. intercepted because yes, it was a blooper. A it was easy shovel pass. That it was when they were still showing bloopers. That was probably Jim McMahon. And um, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall is not playing drums, just like enough of an arm shake and holding the sticks. I'm pretty sure when he's holding one of the sticks, he he must be having like the part that actually hits the drum is in his hand because if you look at the end <laughs> of it, it's that just rounded wooden part. And I'm like, come on, man! It's the only time we see him play drums. So why are you even just show him laying in bed watching this? Play drums. They play it over the end credits too. They, oh my god, get out of here with that. Um you didn't watch the whole end credits? I don't think I did. It's the best. So good. Is, is there is there is there a post credit scene? Oh, There's yeah. a bunch. They oh play he's just doing that little drum thing where he's just barely shaking his arms. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these little like vignettes of what happens oh, to I, everybody else. I didn't watch it at all. Oh, oh no. Well, I might have to go back and watch that now. Hmm. Um, so yeah, Jim McMahon is there shooting a an, an Adidas commercial, and this is when we start to see him get the benefits from UCC. He gets the Adidas mm-hmm. jacket, and um they they walk by an area, and this again is where it feels like a satire, but like the rest of the movie's not felt this way. UCC's got a clean piss guy. There's a guy who just pees for all the athletes. I'm pretty You've sure also he's gay got, too. I don't I know why so. they meant, felt the yeah. need to throw that in there. That was very much the vibe they were giving off for him. I was like, okay. Yeah. Gay dudes love piss, apparently. Um, then they also have like a, a buffet table set up with steroids and pain relievers, which are like in giant neon signs. Steroids and pain relievers. You, if you're taking that stuff, you should really keep it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a little more on the no, down low, no, maybe. Not a but giant this neon is, sign. No, I've been those site shelves. It was yeah. yeah. This place, this place was coated in neon. Everything was just neon. Everything. It's, like, it's L.A. Neon. baby. Moonbeam City. Like, it doesn't even. It just says this way. It's not even directing you to anything specific. It's like this way in neon. I'm like, okay, yeah. great. Uh, in their facility, we also we see their weight room, which looks pretty dope. Um, yeah. Everyone in there is real, real muscly. Then um, we see that. They've got a tanning salon as part oh, of their football facility. This. There are, this. There are two very dark-skinned black dudes in the tanning parlor. Am I supposed yeah. to think those were white guys who got tan because they were in there? Is uh, based, on, based on how long they were standing there and looking at the camera. It was a long uh, time. It was a good 10 seconds. Maybe yeah. 15 seconds. A long well, time. They forgot to like really punch it. 
by having them take off their little eye covers that and would that do it white that would have do been that hilarious. do that adr in some some dialogue of them sounding like they're super super white boys give me something yeah. like so just right? black dudes tanning that's what we're looking at here yeah. or just have them at the have them at the doctor and it's like you're just a giant melanoma now yeah. it's unfortunate <laughs> you shouldn't have done that why you're you gonna that was die a good from idea? this yeah you're all gonna die yeah, yeah. they yeah. do as dave pointed out they do get out Look at each other and look just stand there and look right the camera. at the camera for a long yeah. time through yeah, a, a hallway. The time. camera never gets any closer, no. and they just stand there, arms at their sides, just flexing a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> very, very strange. Um, yep. So I don't get it. So I don't he, get it. He gets back from UCC, and we've alluded to this, but we have to talk about what he's wearing in this scene. So let's go ahead and do some frosted tips and butterfly clips. Homeboy gets back from UCC. All right. He has gone full Hollywood. He's wearing a purple and sparkly metallic gold suit jacket, no shirt, purple slacks, purple high heel boots, and about 12 gold chains, including a giant Mercedes medallion. It's it's giving like was it like almost like a velvet too? It's giving like Prince it's, it's, and it's James very, Brown, yes. like yes. a tracksuit. Like yep. it's yes, I could see Prince. I could see like yeah, uh, chubby James Brown would dress like this a lot. The boots, <laughs> and he's he's dance walking down the street for so long, and in my notes I'm like, where the fuck is this fool dance walking to? He's just like bopping down the st- middle of the street, not the sidewalk, middle of the street, middle of the day, just like bopping along. What is he doing here? Because didn't he go by? So like Artie J gets picks him up in like this really awesome Jeep that he's yeah, like, oh my dad, Wrangler, yeah. Yeah, my dad doesn't hate me anymore. Yeah. He bought me a Wrangler. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like he takes what's his name to George's house and with Thurman's house. Right? Maybe. And yeah, then no, he has they, to they walk go to, home. Yes. And I'm yes. like, was there supposed to be like actual music under this? Because he is doing like a little strut walk. And he goes and, like, on for so long. Shooting him from yeah. the, and I'm like, again, a good joke here would have been like a really stupid knockoff of like a, huh? 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 There's two like... jokes you could do satire wise. You could do that, or you could show him doing this walk so long that he's like covering the entire town. Walks past the school, like walks past, you know, the gas station, yeah. walks past, you know, some stores downtown or whatever, past George's house again. Like that's yeah, like, what you could show him doing. That's some comedy like, there. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do that. They just showed him walking with the camera on him for like 45 solid seconds. Yeah. Or then, just, yeah. He's yeah. just taking t- he's taking little tiny steps and he's still. A million feet away. Something. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And then just he's still so far. But the way he looks in this scene, it was to the point that again I was like, would I have thought this looked cool in 88? Or did this always look as absurd as this looks now? I really don't have an answer for that. This might have been like how cool guys dressed in 88 when they got back from Southern California. Could be. A lot really of poly, a lot of polyester though. Yeah. Remember that in California, it gets a little Almost. warm. Yeah, it's not going to breathe. Yeah, um, but that so, was what I remember. That purple suit is what I remember like vividly from like having seen this on like Comedy Central as a that, kid. Well, it's hard to forget for certain. Yeah. He gets home from that from you know this trip where he's at UCC. He walks in the house again. Recruiting wise, I've never seen a player go on visits without his parents with him. Like you go on a visit, you've got your parents with you, you've got coach with you, somebody goes with you when you go to do an official official visit somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've never seen our players, you know, football recruits come by themselves. You bring other people, bring your other friends that are on visits, whatever, bring somebody with you. 
guess. Like we Never should just get the players. Like maybe their parents mm-hmm. would drop them off, but then you'd spend like the weekend with us and your parents were yeah. there. Yeah. No, that mm-hmm. there was there's that, but I, I always I see pictures of like the players and their parents like with the coaches. It's like part of the visit. Mm-hmm. You take a picture with your family on the fifty yard line or whatever. Well, oh. she's a single mom. We don't well, know where dad is. True. You know, yeah, how is she going to take that? Dad's never mentioned. That's true. And grandpa's too busy with his lures. With his lures. He got 10,000 orders to fill. Got to make um, all these wall eyed creepers. Where yeah, the fuck these, they these are? Gropers. Gropers. He gets home. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something like a groper, like creepers. Like, I was like, gropers. Oh, no. Yeah, wall eyed gropers. <laughs> oh, no. He gets home. His mom is like, look at you. You were in purple and gold what's wrong oh, with you <laughs> so he, his family's mad that he's sold out yep um he does take a visit to local state university um i don't think they're recruiting him like when the Wild. when he walks in the coach seems real unexcited to see him doesn't try to like sell him on coming to state the blackhead mm-hmm. football coach yes. yeah the blackhead the football coach first thing he says is you mind getting your feet off my desk no, I like, okay. I'm gonna put this. I don't think there was an appointment. He just <laughs> walked in unannounced. It was not an official visit. No, I'm pretty sure the coach was doing other things. He was, he was on important. a call. He was, <laughs> he was on doing, another call. He had to wait a little yeah. bit. It's, it's a little things. bit like um when when uh, when OJ Mayo committed to USC for basketball. They weren't recruiting him. He was the number one recruit in the country. He's called the coach. He's like, hey, don't worry about it. I'm coming. <laughs> and that was it. There was no yeah. like. I, I'm assuming he got paid by somebody and the coach was unaware of it. But he just called the coach out of the blue and he was like, Hey, want to let you know I'm coming to USC next year. Like, we're good. Was the and coach was at it. least like, Oh, thank you. This yeah, is he was. Okay. I mean, he started right away. He's the number one player in the country. But I think the coach was like, He lives on the East Coast. Like, we've got players here <laughs> to recruit. He's not going to yeah. come. And then out of the blue, OJ Mayo was like, Yeah, I'm coming to USC after all. That's real um, nice. That's yeah. nice to hear. Thank you, very, OJ. Very, very nice. Oh, no, OJ. <laughs> OJ. <laughs> Johnny Johnny tells the cash coach he wants cash and the coach is like listen here son we would not do that in this program we don't make deals here it's like Mm -hmm. okay so you're losing all your games because you're openly cheating at a state school yeah um, this kid's local state school ain't gonna cut him no he said no he said uh, some some of our players go pro but uh yeah, you have to go. To, you have to go to class. You have to you do know, you all have these to work things. really hard and go to class. Yeah, he's like, Ugh. this is a real school. What? Um, so yeah, after this, like, there's this whole kind of thing where um, Johnny makes up with Georgia. He shows up in her room under her covers, and she like throws the covers back, and she's talking to him. He doesn't say a word. He makes expressions with his face. He does hand stuff. They're not talking. It's very strange, but I guess that's them making up. Then the next yeah. thing we see is Leo and Johnny in the Jeep getting burgers. Another Jeep pulls up behind them. A girl leans out and says, excuse me, we're new in town and we've never had sex before. Can you give us a hand? Uh, off they go. Uh, Johnny the monogamist has no problem heading right to the motel to fuck three random girls he met two seconds ago. I was like, are they supposed to be foreign? Are they supposed to be like, ah, oh, it's not the first time in America. You know, like no. just some do like a horrible How do we do the nowhere. what is it six? Is no, it's just, no, I think they're just I think they're 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 dumb. Like okay. they, they might just be so, kind of so, and the, when they go possible. over there, Johnny is just saying over and over again, don't follow the dames, don't follow the dames, don't follow the dames. 
And I'm like, well, you can. You, the car doesn't have doors. You can just jump out if you're really that concerned about it. But Jeep, sure can. Jeep. Sure can. They they get to this motel, and this is the wildest story that Robert Downey Jr. tells the whole fucking movie. I'm going to try to remember exactly kind of what he's talking about here because it starts off with him saying that he dated a virgin specifically because she was a virgin uh-huh. while he's laying in bed with these two girls. Yes. Then it's he says that he's ready to fuck her, but he won't do it. And he tells her he won't without meeting her dad first, which is a very strange line to draw. I could see if it's like. I'm not going to propose until I get your dad's blessing, but I can't have sex with you until I meet your dad is a weird thing. Yeah. Um, he goes to her house. Things take a turn. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's, talking, he's he's pissing on their drapes and like writing his name. Because he, he, he asked where the bathroom was. And they're yeah. like, it's down the hall. And he was like, I was like, fuck that. I'm, I'm not doing, doing that. Down the hall. <laughs> So I take it out and I'm writing my name all over the I was like, where the what? Why? What is this fucking story? And I think they're trying to do satire here because they cut back and forth from him to Johnny talking to the girl that he's there with. Uh And every time they cut back to Leo, he's got a little bit less clothes on. So at first he's got on like he's he's fully dressed. Then they cut back and his shirt's off, then it comes back and he's only in his underwear. I'm like, I guess they're trying to do a joke thing there, but I'm just like, this is this is strange. And then out of nowhere, we get a hard cut. Same scene, hard cut. And the girls, I think one of the girls says, are you just like, stop talking, Johnny. Are we going to have sex or not? Then a hard cut, and the girls are all fully topless, titties out, just yeah. screaming rape. Wait, wait, no, you missed some stuff. Did I miss so some? like, <sighs> RDJ is then like, and then for some reason her mom attacked me. So I'm punching her, quick punching her. <laughs> That's I don't right. Really pull out that move. So you're talking about assaulting the yeah, virgin's beat mom. her mom up. And then at one point, I guess, again, we do keep cutting back and forth between Johnny and Anthony Michael Hall, yeah. or RDJ and Anthony Michael Hall. I have no idea what Anthony Michael Hall is doing. Yeah, but at one point, we cut back to... About- to rdj and he has the girl in like a sleeper hold thing That's and the right. other girl is like can you stop it's Let like go. It's been an, an hour, hour. yeah <laughs> she's asleep like, she's unconscious wow. what's happening and then so the other girls are like are we gonna have sex or what yeah. and then you hear like a whoop and then they yeah then they're just they're screaming rape over and over and over again with their shirts rip off. their tops open yeah finally get some titties titties out finally right it's yeah. weird to me because I don't think that you, this is not enough compelling evidence to to win your case. You have to have sex, or at least the girls have to be like naked, or the guys have to be naked, or something. This was yeah. not you didn't well, one, wait long one enough. One of them chief. was choked. One, one, <laughs> one of them was, was choked for like an hour and a half. So that's true. Yeah, that is you true. Rdj is going down because his yeah. DNA yes. is all over that. It's all over the yes, it's all over fucking everything. They yeah. they they cut to them in jail. The high school coach shows up to bail them out. But he's only going to bail them out if Johnny agrees to go to, is it Piermont? Is that what it was? Not not Piedmont. Piermont? Piermont. Um, yeah. The head coach has negotiated for himself to become the head coach at Piermont on the promise that he'll get Johnny to come with him, which feels uh-huh. like a pretty ridiculous way to make this work. Mm. But whatever. Mm. The, this, is, yeah. this is this whole thing is like, I need to get Johnny to go to Piermont. I'm not really sure why. They've already offered you the job. So like, if he doesn't come... Okay, they're. I guess they can fire you and like make your payout. <laughs> like they gotta pay you still. Um, they they get bailed out. Then we cut to them at school for signing day, 
And this well, is we should also point out that this is where RDJ admits that, like, oh, my dad didn't buy me that car. Yes. Cousin Ira from UCC. He's like, that's how we got it. So, like, I need you to go there because they hooked me up. Yes. That's and where the he other wants guy. Yeah. And the other guy's like, we'll bail you out, but you have to come to Piermont. So everybody's just showing yeah. that, like. Well, and grandpa doesn't say it, but grandpa's, you know, his whole business is being propped up by Texas, by old Tex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. obviously if Johnny goes there, that's good for his family as well. Right. Um, but they have signing day, which this is not usually how signing day goes down, but they have signing day ceremony at school. Did either of you guys care what school he picked? No. No. I didn't give a fuck. No. Didn't give a fuck. I I think they would have done better if instead of making these two visits so long, do like a montage where he goes to like oh, 15 different them. schools. Do we a, montage. a montage. We didn't get a montage. We did. An 80s movie? I'm a, 80s sports movie with no montage. You, you do a montage where you show him at like 15 different campuses getting like a whole bunch of different illegal benefits. It doesn't matter what school he picks anyway. So like spend less time on him on these trips and give him time with Uma Thurman perhaps. So understand what their relationship is like. Do something yeah. with that time because I don't care what fucking school he picks. Send him to the University of Puerto Rico. Hang out on the beach. Yeah. All yeah. That stuff. Go cookies. Um, the coach, the coach makes this big announcement before Johnny gets the mic that he is going to be the next coach at Paramount and he's bringing Johnny with him, which would have really fucking pissed me off if I'm Johnny like this. I I am making my announcement. You don't get to like get up there and bigfoot me here. Um, I've seen a lot of these videos, the college choice videos. Yeah. I've never seen the one where Jacob Copeland picks Florida over Alabama. No. I will send it to you guys when we finish here. It is fucked up. Jacob yeah. Copeland is a wide receiver. This was, I think, 2018. Uh, his whole family is decked out behind him in Alabama gear. Mom, um, there's, I think it's probably like an uncle or a brother or his wife. They have a couple of cousins, it looks like, maybe like a little brother. They're all in Alabama. He's got one of the guys behind him is in an Alabama sweatshirt and like a Tennessee like zip up over it. And then the mom is in an Alabama sweatshirt with a Tennessee like checkerboard hat, like a knit cap, because they're all, he's choosing between Tennessee, Alabama, and Florida. Obviously, everyone thinks he's going to go to Bama. Not going to pick Tennessee for sure. They're kind of out of it. But I wear the hat, whatever. Yeah. He makes his announcement that he's going to Florida. Puts the hat on. Mom storms off. <laughs> mm, grabs her purse. Walks off. There's a woman behind him, openly weeping, like. Yeah. Just like crying, um, some yeah. dude like runs up out of nowhere and sits down, and, like puts his hand on his shoulder because like your mom just ran off. This is all live on ESPN. Yeah. So like while they're on ESPN, the the reporter was like, "Who was that that just walked off?" He's like, "Oh, that was my mom." And yeah. he's like, "Well, what what happened?" He's like, "Well, I guess she you know, she really wanted to pick Alabama, and I think that Florida, you know, is a better place for me. You know, feels more like family there." But I'm just like, "This poor guy, <laughs> like your mom is gone, like yeah. probably has left the building." But it is yeah. there's another one where a guy picks. Uh, we're gonna have to give Bama that car and all that money. But I figured that we're gonna have that car and all that money back, right? That, that's what I figured. They, they bought a like combine. That. There, no, there's there's one where a guy is from Louisiana and he picks Bama over LSU and his mom is in all of her LSU gear and is still like, I don't care, it's still LSU number one, go Tigers. And I'm just like, oh, this is so uh, awkward. Yeah. yeah. I've seen the thing where the kids like touch multiple you hats. You pick the hat, you almost put hat. one on, you put it back down. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh. 
Yeah. Oh, again, I'm, I'm, not back to that Manti Teo, but you oh see him. God. He should have gone to USC. He, he wanted to go to USC. <laughs> he should have gone to USC. And then God told him to go to Notre Dame. Yeah. And he's like, you can see. I don't, I, think he's Catholic I don't look either. happy. Why would you want to go to he's Notre not Dame? Catholic. He's Mormon. At least you'd be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go to BYU. But yes, you could. That makes sense. And his, his whole body language in that thing is just like, I'm going to Notre Dame. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And cool. like, so, so <laughs> just stands there like Chris Pine at the fucking Don't Worry Darling press thing. And he might as well play a sad slide whistle. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was just it's not it's, funny because that man's like got real messed yeah, up, but it's, it's still kind of funny. Yeah, well he's narrating it. You're like, motherfucker, oh, just go to USC. Yeah, just go to USC where you fucking belong. Um <laughs> so yeah, so back to the movie. The coach, the coach make this big announcement, and Johnny gets up there. He the coach also points out that there's four other blue chip recruits that are also here. The guys he met at Old Tex are all there and also all going to Piermont. They should be at their own schools doing their yes. own signing ceremonies. One of them is Samoan Mexican. So I don't know if he's from yep. Samoa or if he's from Mexico or Jose his last name is Jose Popupu was his name. Popupu, yeah. Yeah. So all these guys, I'm like, they should be at their own schools for this. Johnny gets up. Says he's not signing. He makes this big, like, heartfelt speech. I've been bad to my girlfriend. I've been bad to my family. I've embarrassed myself, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm not going to sign with anywhere. And fucking chaos breaks out. Melee. It is bedlam. Like, guys are punching each other and screaming. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. Which, again, makes sense in a satire, which is movies not. <laughs> like exactly. it, it felt so strange is what happened. Yeah, and I was busting like, out knives and stabbing each other and stuff. No, it's, might as well. There were two happy people. There were like his, his mom and his girlfriend. Like, two happy. Needed, That's it. It needed to be the anchorman uh, newsroom brawl. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like Rick. I think you need to lay low. <laughs> you want to find a safe house for a while. Probably wanted for murder. <laughs> murder. Yes, uh, yeah, it was a man Where on did you fire. Get a trident. <laughs> I get a trident. Brick, <laughs> we give you a grenade. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have to do that. Yeah. This was it was a it was a good like chaos fight scene. The the one black recruiter is spinning some guy over his head like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I thought he was yeah. a security guard. No, no, I think I think he was another recruiter. Um, Ooh, now the 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 other four guys that are there also bail. I don't really know why. I don't know if they were only going there because Johnny was going there. But like, what are you gonna do now? Like what? What's your plan? You, it's it's signing day. You're not near somewhere you can sign things. Bite um, off. This was to me the epitome of like biting off your nose to spite your face. Yes. All you guys were assholes. It, it gets cleaned up in like the next scene, but I was just like, yeah. so you're just not going to go to college? All right, dipshit. That's what I thought. I'm like, so you're just not yeah. going to go to college at all? That seems like an insane choice to make. Um, the bald guy, the little teeny tiny bald recruiter, kicks three people in the nuts back to back to back. Like it well, is immediate. People in the nuts. It it's like the little person from uh what was it Project X who like jumps uh, out of yeah. the oven punching dicks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that. Um the same thing happened in oh uh, uh the naked mile where the little guy was just like headbutting people oh, yeah. in the dick at the bar yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah, the grandpa hits the high school coach with a wooden chair, which is the the most obvious breakaway wooden chair I've ever seen in my life, but it explodes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Coach is like, you get back here, you're going to Piermont. And this dude jumps out from behind, some kind of like a hidden barrier. Like out of nowhere, just hits the coach with a fucking wooden chair. Um, the Penn State recruiter bangs the Alabama's recruiter 
heading to the floor repeatedly, which is definitely felony assault. Oh, I missed that. He's trying to, yeah, he's laying on the ground. He's just like banging his head face first into the ground over and over again. Yeah, um, it's too much. The, the end of the movie, which again, Dana, I was in the same job. He's not going to college. That's a crazy choice. He's not going anywhere. He pops back up at local state. Uh-huh. Um, wearing the wordiest t-shirt. I tried to freeze frame it to see what the shirt said. It was like a football shirt from his school and had maybe 45 words in the chest, like a paragraph. I'm like, no one's going to fucking read this. Uh-huh. Um, he walks into the coach's office and is like, hey, coach, like, I want an education. Can I come? And the coach is like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, well, this is it's signing day. You should probably have a quarterback committed already. I'm not sure what your plan yeah. is going to. You might not have a space for him at all. Could be, yeah. But uh, that's we're not getting that into the deep end of college football. We're just like, no, there, there, of course, there's a place for you. Sure. We have no quarterbacks. Thank you for coming. It's very appreciate it. You, you, I mean, yes. you could be a piece of shit like Les Miles and call the guy at five in the morning and say you can't commit anymore because somebody else jumped in front of you. That was yeah. fucked up. Dude was committed for months, and then he called him the morning of signing. Like, you can't come to LSU anymore. We got a guy we like better than you. He committed today, uh-huh. so like you're out. Yeah, dude had no like no backup. He hadn't taken any visits anywhere else. Like he was LSU from the beginning. Damn, Five in the morning woke him up. I think he wound up uh-huh. playing at like Florida or some shit. Like he went somewhere fine, but not I, what he had. I was in gonna mind. make jokes about like local states. Like yeah, we don't have a we just a lot of hands off, a lot of running yeah. plays. Yeah, we're yeah. triple option team. It's fine. We'll change everything for you though, Johnny. No, um, just reversing all the time. It's great. Yeah. So he gets in the car, to drive option? off, and happily ever after. <laughs> triple option. Well, well, let's see. We only run the Veer at uh, whatever oh, high school, so we're going to have to really simplify this. Really simplify Run the, the Maryland Eye with two fullbacks. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. a specific formation. All about the Wildcat here. Uh, oh, my God. I wish my college pick a Wildcat or quarterback is trash. Anyway, uh, um, one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character and seeing if this movie was the start of big things at the peak of their whole career, so it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Uh, I chose John Stafford, who played Bad Breath. He had a last name, which is also started with a B, but he's the quarterback at Texas. And oh, it says his breath is really bad because, yeah, right. <laughs> Didn't even think about that. His mm-hmm. breath is bad because he eats like bait, like yeah. fish bait raw. Bad at the vending thing. machine. So it's it Texas, Texas sushi. Yeah. yeah fucking gross. Um, he has 57 total credits. This was his third. Uh, he was in Full Metal Jacket the same year as this movie. He was wow. in, yeah. He did some other stuff after that. He like he's been in a lot of TV stuff. So he was in ER, uh, Dawson's Creek, One Tree Hill, like one episode of each of these things. But he was in these things, you know, on and off. He was in a good old fashioned orgy, which I did not see, but I remember the name of that movie. It's a good one. Okay, it's a good one. And, yeah. you know, he was in What to Expect when You're Expecting. He was in Homeland, and most recently he was in The Summer I Turned Pretty. So like he's still I literally just watched the show. Uh, he played a coach. I don't remember this man. He was in, in one episode as, as some kind of a coach. So I, I don't fucking. He said a senior lawyer on his. Was, oh, he was a coach of something else, right? Yeah, senior. He was. I think he was a coach in One Tree Hill. Maybe that's what uh, I said. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, he's oh. just he's still right, acting and not not in a whole lot of stuff, but like you know, kind of consistently working here and there. Nothing that nothing I really recognize like a big role for him, but like. You know, recognizable stuff. Can um, I keep that? You know, SAG card. Insurance? Yeah, he's he's got his insurance. He's he's doing all right. Um, that does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to add some superlatives. 
Georgia is most likely to still be shocked when her husband fails his seventh Mori lie detector test. Like the dude oh. is just actively cheating on her, and she's like, "Well, that's okay." <laughs> she'll she'll be like, "I can't believe he did it again." Leo is most likely to be institutionalized because he needs to be studied to find out what's up with his brain. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Johnny is most likely to complain about modern college football athletes legally being paid to commit to schools. I think he'd be mm-hmm. one of those guys. Well, when I was there, that was never allowed. He'd be very mm-hmm. high and mighty about nil becoming a yeah, thing. Be happy for other people. Man. I'm I'm happy for him. Fuck it, get your money. Uh, this next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we gonna watch next? Okay, so I was torn. I did have one movie in uh in mind because I've been watching a lot of stuff because I have nothing else to do. Um, and I watched a show with Anna Kendrick in it, and it was actually very good. Love Life. Watched both oh, seasons. Okay. It's very good. I was going to pick a movie with her. It's not available anywhere for free. So that went out the window. So I was looking for some other ones, and I was trying to decide. I was like, I feel like I want to do something fun, and I think it'll hopefully this will be truly fun. I'm picking um, the movie, but I'm a cheerleader from 2000. All right. Natasha Leone. Natasha yeah. Leone. Okay. It is free with ads. Well, it's totally, I think Plex would also be ads as well, but you can get it on freebie, Tubi, Voodoo free with ads. Yeah. You can watch it with ads. I'll watch the it. ads today on freebie were like three or yeah. four ads. Yeah. For an hour and a half movie, it's nothing to watch. If, if you would have yeah. picked this back in August, it would have been, it was free on HBO Max. Oh, damn, did I just miss it? You just oh, missed it. it. <laughs> I was damn I, it. I, I, I saw that as a choice. I'm like, this movie's so weird. Uh, oh. but it, it was a little too far out for me, but I saw that and then you picked it just now. I'm like, damn. There yeah, you go. we're a week late. Yeah, there yeah. were some other ones that like I was like, I know this used to be on HBO Max. This is because what yeah. I do when it's my turn, I'm like, oh, let me get on HBO Max and scroll yeah. up. See what's some free <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. guys! Uh, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gown Pod. That is R E C A P N G O W N P O D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to hop in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Coach Hissler, 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 Hissler. Oh, we forgot that whole like. They delivered pizza to Hitler. It's, it's not I was like, oh, is that it. why his name is yeah. Hitler? Yeah. Did you recognize did you recognize one of the pizza delivery guys? John Hawks, not. the actor? No. No. Don't He's know a famous him. actor. Oh, Oscar well. nominee. Crazy, don't, right? Don't know him from anything. Sorry, man. Um, Sorry to But interrupt. to quote Coach Hissler, you want sympathy? You look between shit and syphilis in the dictionary. Oh boy. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. Oh boy.